This is the Weekly Breakdown with your hosts, Will Hurl and Matt Fiore. Hey guys, so first off we'll be talking about basketball and the NBA and basically what happened in the last week and a half and we'll be talking about the impact that certain players had. Then we'll be going into the world of soccer and going over recent player performances. Yeah, and including results and what basically happened in 2017 for both that NBA basketball and soccer, yeah. And so also we'll be talking about the NFL and what happened basically in the playoffs and some of the upsets, such as the Browns. Thanks. So, Matt, what do you think of the Lakers in the recent games? You know, they're pretty crappy performances recently are really setting up the Celtics uh, to a good draft pick in the end by the end of the season. Yeah, like Michael Porter and the and there's a lot of cool different players that could possibly go to the Lakers, you know. Yeah, a lot of big names. I mean, uh so you seen the Lakers without ball. Do you think you think they're a better team with him? I do. Well, people were obviously calling Lonzo bust and sorry for his bad shooting performances, but I think he has such a well-rounded game that he can mm-hmm. be an impact player uh, whether he's scoring a lot or not. Yeah, well, it definitely is the length. and I just uh, I feel like if maybe he works on his shot over the summer or even just plays a bit more basketball in the NBA, he'll definitely be able to improve. Yeah, and with this young Laker team, I feel that uh, they really just generally lack a leader. So if, once Lonzo really can reel in all the players they have the talent there to win yeah well you, you look at his performances and you see 14 points per game uh i mean i, th- I think maybe three steals about 10 10 or nine assists you, he's a pretty well-rounded player yeah and only improvement can happen definitely yeah um did you see the recent games that they've had I have seen some, and I know one player that's also stood out is Kyle Kuzma. Yeah. Um, you know, second-round pick, not mm. much expected, but he's been scoring so much. Yeah, arguably the best rookie right now. Yeah. He uh, and uh, Donovan Mitchell. Donovan <laughs> Mitchell, uh, yeah, close players. But, uh, yeah, you see put put up 32 points the other, the other day. Great player. Um, yeah. Yeah, so... Recently, the Lakers played the Rockets, and it was a close game up to the end. I think they went to two overtimes. Do uh, you think Chris Paul can outshine James Harden, per se, and possibly make them even clinch the West over the, the Golden State Warriors? You know, I have to say I'm pretty surprised that the Rockets have been doing as well as they have because when I heard mm-hmm. that Chris Paul was going to the Rockets in the offseason, I would not have expected James Harden to work yeah. well with another star because he's been... I mean, his success generally comes from him having the ball every possession. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that still is kind of the case now. But, I mean, Chris Paul's been adapting to his game very well. So, it's working. Yeah, it's, it seems it seemed as if, at first, that the Clippers had gotten the better of the deal. Yeah. With so many players, and only Chris Paul <laughs> being the trade. But this team is pretty good and pretty well-rounded. I think that they have a good relationship. And still, the Celtics were able to beat them in a close <laughs> game. But... Very interesting. Yeah, I mean, James Harden is up there for MVP this year. No, I think he definitely will have to win MVP. Actually, being snubbed last year. Yeah. Russell Westbrook, I mean, he deserved it, in my opinion. But it's cool to see. It's cool to see. He recently got injured. What What are your thoughts on that, and how will it affect the Rockets? Um, I mean, well, they've had a 
pretty bad losing streak recently. And while Harden hasn't been hurt for those games entirely, I mean, without Harden scoring 30-plus points a game, I don't think the Rockets really have it in them to, say, be a playoff contender. Like, so you think Chris Paul team. won't be able to um, carry his performances? I don't. Sounds He's not known for his scoring. Now we're listening to anyone else on the Rockets to pick up the slack. Gerald Green? Or? Uh, I think he'll definitely be a good bench player. But, you know... Nothing replaces James Harden. So did you you saw the Celtics Rockets? I'm assuming. Yes. Did you see the um two calls at the last uh, end of the game? I did. Do you think they were worthy calls, or is the league quote too soft? You know, I well, Marcus Smart's known for his flopping, so I mean, it's it's kind of a throw up, but Smart knows the rules well. Like he he can use those to his advantage, and I think it was a good call in the end, especially mm-hmm. the second one. I mean, it was pretty blatant that. Harden was knocking him down, but I feel like with the NBA's rules that it's so easy for players to manipulate to get mm-hmm. their way, like whether it's like LeBron, you see LeBron and Durant Definitely. going up like that, that kind of matchup. The refs even admitted after the game that they messed up those calls on LeBron, but I feel like that's the kind of thing where there needs to be some kind of change. Yeah, against the Bucks versus Thunder, uh, the, the Thunder had played two good games, losing by only two points, and a lot of people are arguing that the refs actually were the cause of the game, such as in the last play, Giannis stepped out of bounds, mm-hmm. and uh, the refs refused to to recall the play. They wouldn't even look at the video replay. Do you did you see that? I did see a picture of the picture or of his foot, and it definitely was out of bounds. Um, so I feel like that's the kind of thing where refs can't really. If there's the opportunity to use replay, I don't see why they wouldn't. Because I mean, it's only going to make the right call. There's no reason definitely. to put it off. The Thunder is such a good lineup. It, it just their chemistry has to improve, in my opinion. And yeah. Hopefully, Paul George will stay and they can have a good few years. Yeah. Out. I mean, they, it's an exciting team to watch, at the very least. Yeah, definitely. Um. Uh. So, did you you see Steph Curry's performance? A record 10 threes in a row. I did. You know, that, that's, I mean, he was known for his three-point shooting, but that's something. You know, 10 threes... I think that could solidify him as one of the best shooters ever, even though he already was in that conversation. Will Golden State, this is a blunt question, but will Golden State clinch the um, Western Conference? I don't know. Um, I mean, I think they're a better team than the Rockets, but if, say, I think, well, the Warriors were still good without Curry, but without Mm -hmm. Durant, I don't see them being a, uh, I don't see them clinching. You think the Thunder can put up a fight against them if they face each other? Maybe. If they're all if they're all healthy, I think they have a chance. Mm, we'll we'll see. Yeah, there's a bit more time in the season, and I th- the Thunder could pick pick it up together, especially with having a, a I, th- I think about a six game winning streak earlier. Hmm. Mm. Uh. So. Um. Also, do you think any any team can outplay the Cavs in seven games? Um. That's a good question. I mean, it's gonna be. I think we'll have to wait and see, honestly. Like when, I've been hearing all the power rankings having the Raptors out of the Celtics and then even the Cavs in some cases. And so one answer would be the Raptors, but I just don't think they have the depth. But on the other side, I think the Celtics, I would say they have the best chance of beating the Cavs. Yeah. Maybe you look, at the, look at what happened after Gordon Hayward got injured. It was a shock to the Celtics team, but they really seemed to pick it up after. And they realized that we still have good players. We have Jason Tatum. They they have lots of chemistry and they honestly have the mindset in my opinion to go out the way but I don't know about if they have the players. 
I mean, uh, it's going to, well, most of their wins this year have been coming from big plays at the right moment, mm. and I feel if they can keep that going, then they'll definitely have a safe uh, playoff spot, but making a deep run, I'm not so sure. Have you seen the Knicks games recently? Porzingis putting up 30 points. I've heard some of it, yeah. Do you think they could possibly clinch the playoffs there uh, as a Knicks fan? Uh, I, I, you know, that's tough to say. Mm. I feel like the Knicks, I mean, with they've had some big performances from players like Michael Beasley, who's that was out of yeah, nowhere. I mean, they have some of the talent that they need, but I don't think they're ready for making the playoffs, honestly. Yeah, that's another team that needs some time. There's a lot of teams now that possibly could get maybe the fifth spot or to go to the playoffs, but it's it's going to take some time and some work in, in the in the dressing room and on the field. Yeah. Uh, did you see um, Michigan claiming that top number one spot against uh, Villanova? I just hear something about that. Yeah. Yeah, it was a good game against the against Butler. What are your thoughts on it? Um, I mean, college basketball keeps changing in so many ways with the new, more fast-paced game in general. And Michigan clearly has been doing something right. Um, so it'll be interesting to see what kind of players enter the NBA out of college. Yeah, it'll be, it'll be cool. Um, definitely it'll change some teams, and we'll have to see. One interesting thing, you know, with uh, – college-related basketball with uh, LeVar Ball making his own league. Oh. you hear about that? <laughs> yeah, I did. I think it... I, I mean, honestly, I don't think it's a bad idea because really the the talent that's in college and in high school is pretty cool. It's it's awesome to see players that have the talent to go into the NBA and put up great performances like Kyle Kuzma or Alonzo Ball. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the league, it seems like a good idea. I don't know how LeVar is able to even consider pulling it off. I don't know what will motivate players to do it, but the idea of it will be really interesting to see if the NBA actually would draft players out of that league. Yeah, especially, well, you look at his mind and what he's done. It's, yeah. it, you don't know what's in that guy's head. Yeah. And then also news the Ball family know uh, LiAngelo and LaMelo going to Lithuania, Lithuania. play pro ball. That will be something. I don't know if they actually have the same quality that Lonzo has in the NBA, we're, we're going to have to see if LaMelo can make it to the NBA or just play Euroball up there. I don't know. Leandro is also another pretty good player, but he's, he looks more like a football player to me. Yeah, that's fair. You know, and I I heard somewhere that they actually, people were arguing that Leandro actually has a better chance of making the NBA in that Lithuanian league than he would have in college basketball, which I find pretty interesting because I would not have assumed that. Because... Obviously, compared to college basketball, it's way more physical. Like, you have mm-hmm. ex-pro players playing in that league in, from the NBA. But, I mean, I think LeVar moving LaMelo to that league will kind of mess up his chances more than LiAngelo. Because I don't think LaMelo will be able to keep up physically with those guys who've been playing for 10 years more than them. Do you think that uh, it was a, you think that this is going to hinder um, LiAngelo's chances as well, or...? Um, honestly, I don't know if he'll even make the league, or he would have made the league in general. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it will help him if pe- if he starts performing well. I doubt they're getting many minutes. Um, in these games, but I think it'll help him. Yeah, well, you look at Porzingis, and he came, he came from Europe and playing Euroball there as well, and he was he was pretty successful. He's definitely been, uh, 
he's definitely put in some good performances and really showed the league that he's a quality player. Do you think that the Balls are going to have any chances to do something similar? It's going to be tough for them. Um, but, yeah, I think they do have a chance. Uh, I guess we'll just have to wait and see. Yeah, well, it's it's cool to see see players going on, uh, aboard, and especially we have to see with, with controversy in the Ball family. Yeah. Yeah, so, so we're going to turn to... Um, the soccer world right now and All right. we're going to talk about United what are your okay. thoughts on the team and what's happening I mean I, if if you've seen on Instagram like all these pictures Man City Man City I mean I, Man United they need to change something you know they're just they can't compete in my I'm, opinion yeah well they're they actually played Everton today and it was a good game especially you look at Pogba and his performances he's really letting the he's really letting the Red Devils down, especially in in the middle of the park. What, what do you think is the problem? I don't know. I well, how old is he now? Is he twenty four, twenty five, something he, like that? Uh, he's twenty five. Twenty five. So. I mean, he has a massive contract for a man his age, and um, like I think the money's gone to his head. Quite honestly, I feel compared to when he was on Juventus, where he was brought up, um, and that's I think where his passion was. A move to the Premier League, I think, has just drained him and I've also heard uh, with Mourinho and that his um, tactics I think that it's just not a good match honestly I wouldn't be surprised to see Pogba move eventually yeah so actually Man United did beat Everton today it was a good performance especially because Man City lost against Crystal Palace 0-0 one of the ending their 16-17 uh, match run mm. but when you look at the Man United lineup, you see Matic and Pogba in defensive mids. Mm-hmm. You see Matic drifts back, and that causes Pogba to, to drift back as well. The real problem for me is Mourinho's not changing his tactics. He looks at mm-hmm. Pogba's an attacking player. He's not defensive yeah. line player. He he hangs around in the middle of the park, gets the ball, doesn't do much defensively. He's got to set up so that Matic is playing defensively and Pogba's playing attack and scoring goals, assisting players. And same goes with Martial and Rashford. They're, Martial had a great season under Van Hal, but really, it's disappointing what Mourinho is doing. And I, honestly, I think it's as much a part on Mourinho's as it is on the players. Yeah, I mean, with young players, it's really all about um, finding what works best for them. And I feel Mourinho is basically just forcing a play style on them. When you agree, like for Pogba, obviously you said him being too defensive. And with, like, Rashford and Martial, I mean, they have so much potential, but it's just not working for them. Their style seems to be more like La Liga style or Serie A, where you just grind out results. The Premier League is not like that. Man City is a team that just attacks and attacks and attacks, and really, it's working. Uh, and the the players that Mourinho have, has um, seem to like doing stuff like that. I mean, attacking players and really just trying to score goals. His style is definitely different mm-hmm. yeah yeah um, would you like to go to uh, Liverpool another Liverpool yeah Mohamed Salah two goals at the weekend against Leicester it was an impressive performance yeah Liverpool has been an exciting team this year you know, a lot of drama mm-hmm. um, and then uh, what was the signing most recently I know that was oh uh, yeah they, they signed a, a pretty good um, right or left back um, Van der Glick uh he recently came from uh, Southampton, a team that is always up and down. Uh, I mean, but 
definitely 75 million pounds is a, a, a lot of money and we'll have to see if he really can benefit Liverpool and cause them to not only put some good performances up but actually actually put points on the table and make them clinch a top Champions League spot or maybe even the Premier League in the next few years. Yeah, I mean, with signings, like, the money that these players are getting nowadays, it's pretty crazy. Like, he obviously, um, he's not the best defender in the world, but making that kind of money, I mean, yeah, well, it's, it's a big, a big investment. It's a big sign. We'll have to see how much he gets paid. Uh, but, yeah, the most expensive defender ever. It doesn't He doesn't seem like a big name, honestly. Yeah. But nowadays, it's it's normal. Um, yeah, definitely true. So, what do you think of Harry Kane's two thousand seventeen? And um, you know, what was what? What's your opinion on his his playing style and, and how good a player he is? Um, Tottenham obviously they're not the best team in the Premier League, but they're not the worst. And I feel Harry Kane was the best of that team. Uh, he had a good claim for winning the Ballon d'Or. Obviously, not more than Ronaldo, but um. Yeah, I feel like he had a great year, much better than last year, uh-huh. even though he had a great year last year, too. Do you think he can be the best striker in the world in the next few years? Um, Maybe. Um, yeah, I would say that, unless Dybala comes out of nowhere, mm. but yeah, definitely. I, th- I think at the World Cup, he could possibly prove himself and lead England to a, at least a deep run and possibly making them uh, a good team, while possibly putting him on the stage to being one of the best players in the world. Yes, definitely. I feel this World Cup will have a, give a lot of players the opportunity to really make a name for themselves. So you mentioned Dybala earlier. Um, Allegri recently said that, quote, Dybala has the potential to be better than Ronaldo and Messi, and I challenge him to do so. Do you think he possibly can get better than them in the next few years? And I do. Um, I mean another Juventus player, I feel he should stay in the Serie A, at least for a couple more years, um, to really start his run as being one of the best in the world. Um, but as long as he keeps it about the game and not the money that he might make, um, yeah, I think he could be. Yeah. Um, well, you look at Juventus, and Napoli and Juventus are at par. You see Moran, Hamsik, and Mertens just great assists. Give They give great assists, and they're great goal scores as well. Uh, do you think that, who do you think of the two went the Serie A? Um, that's tough to say. I, I'm not sure what their schedules are, but uh, I really like Juventus as a team. Uh, I mean, obviously, they have a different roster than last year, um, losing some defenders. But uh, I don't know. I feel like their history, I'd like to see them win. Yeah, same. Um, as a Juventus fan, my hope for them is to win the Serie A, but really put in a good run in the Champions League, at least making it to the final, actually winning this time. Yeah. So um, we're going to turn attention to La Liga. Uh, and you, you see Real, Real's position in the league, fourth in the league right now. Um, you think they can catch Barca? I don't know. I mean, it doesn't seem like they're playing bad. You know, it's kind of something behind the scenes, but... I don't know, like teams like Valencia, I believe they're ahead of them. Like, yeah, the Valencia, Atletico. I mean, it's pretty impressive. Uh, I don't know. Well, if, uh, I'm not sure what their schedule are. Do you have uh, any of what the next couple games are? Uh, yes, I do. Um, well, recently they lost against Barcelona. I heard about that, yes. They lost, yeah, yeah well, they lost at home. And that was in, in the recent two years, it's been Real lost against Barca at home 4-0, now 3-0. And it's 
they just have to do better in those games. But yeah, so they're playing Celta Vigo, a team that has uh, Aspas, a good a good score. We're gonna have to see. That could be a close game, and then they have uh, uh, Variel, another decent team. So if they pick up a good run, maybe like similar to Man City's, they could probably put Barca up for their money. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, they 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 definitely have the talent. I mean, there's no excuse for them necessarily based on injuries or anything but uh yeah what do you think of the whole of european soccer in 2017 what's um, changed what's, what's happening no well i mean the biggest news for me was neymar leaving barcelona like not many players would actually leave barcelona for another team or i mean i would not have considered it if i was on barcelona but i feel money has had such a huge role like with the more money being in the circulation for these players I'm not sure how much longer we'll see loyalty have a big role in contracts. Mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of players retiring too. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think that's going to be the biggest mark left from 2017. Yeah, like the NBA, there's not many. There's there's not many players in the NBA that are really loyal. I would say M- more in soccer, but that's because there's more money in basketball. I think uh, recently because different basketball is becoming uh, becoming more of a it's oh no, it's always been ha it's always had a tone where it's more of a company based sport, but really soccer is changing and it's definitely becoming more about money. Yes, definitely. Yeah, so now we're gonna mention the Bills and the the playoff appearances that different teams have had and what are your thoughts on what's gonna happen in the next few weeks? Um, man, with the NFL, uh it was it's a pretty surprising playoff outlook this year. Um, I feel the Patriots are probably the favorites. They have such a good team, mm-hmm. um, and with Eagles losing Carson Wentz, I feel they have kind of lost their. Did he, he recently got injured or? Yeah, out for the year. Um, that sucks. We lost. I feel now. I mean, my Super Bowl prediction would be the Patriots versus the Vikings, which is a team that's come pretty much out of nowhere, unexpected pretty competitive quarterback situation um and Bridgewater uh, he's he recently came back from injury uh I mean his, his opponents recently in the league uh just been in and off the team is he's a free agent for a while now he's actually certified his place it's gonna be cool to see and that's in the quarterback situation there yeah I mean I feel like the NFL it's becoming more frequent to have a two quarterback team um yeah. a lot of teams moving quarterbacks like the Giants replacing Eli Manning after so many years, like obviously the Giants did not have a good year, um, but that kind of changed. And then the Bills, another playoff team, they used Tyrod Taylor and another quarterback, which uh, is taking minutes from Taylor. Uh, and I feel teams are starting to rely less on running from their quarterbacks, but more on whoever has the strongest arm. Yeah, definitely. I think a big part of that is that the quarterback isn't as demanding a position as other positions um there's less impact on the quarterback that he takes mm-hmm. and so yeah it's definitely becoming more popular and we'll have to see how how different teams can actually perform with two quarterbacks yeah uh one quarterback uh, i'd like to bring up is jimmy garoppolo i mean mm-hmm. he's been having some phenomenal numbers since he's been traded to the 49ers um, one stat, him having more yards than uh, Joe Montana and Steve Young, not as well known, but still a Hall of Famer. 
uh, two quarterbacks who are legends for the 49ers in the first five games. Well, yeah, five wins in a row. It's a, it's it's really cool to see what he to see what he actually could do and wasn't able to do with the Patriots because of Tom Brady, a great quarterback himself. We'll have to see and in the off season as well if if he really has what it takes to lead the 49ers to a deep playoff run or maybe even Super Bowl. Yeah, that'd be that'd be very something, mm-hmm. very special. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, would you like to bring up uh, college football and some uh, prospects, or have you heard anything about that recently? Oh yeah, de- yeah, definitely. I mean, college football is always getting more interesting, especially with the different players in and out um, of of the market. Um, did you see any results or anything? Um, well, there's been a lot of bowls going on with like the Rose Bowl becoming yeah. up. Um, a lot of players that are standing out is Baker Mayfield, who has been um, yeah the Rose Bowl ramped up. Rose Bowl was recently held in uh, Manhattan. It was cool. It was cool to see how that um, the game turned out. But yeah, I feel with the NFL, the uh, Giants have their first, second pick since they had a oh, very unsuccessful season. They have a very good pick this year, and it'll be interesting to see if they draft a quarterback to replace Eli Manning. Mm-hmm. He's been with them for so long, but there's some big names in the draft this year. With uh, one being Lamar Jackson, um, who's known for his running, which is typically Too not uh, Lamar Jackson. Yeah, yeah, he's a good quarterback. Yeah, uh, I mean, he's had a very good year, uh, so I think he'll be first-round pick. Yeah, um, Saquon Bar- Barkley is another name for Penn State. Um, he, he He's um, expected to enter the NFL draft as well. Um, he's he, another running back that's, that's really... It can be important for the NFL. The position seems to be more of a demand. Yes, definitely. It's funny with the NFL. You see guys like Legarrette Blunt last year won the Patriots, but this year signed a pretty low salary contract. But he's still getting the job done. But he's not known for his speed. I feel speed with the NFL is kind of lacking generally for running backs. So I feel like a guy like Barkley could get a lot of money in the future. Mm, definitely, the running back is definitely a position where like. On the fourth down and 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 five, the court the running back can really decide a game that way. Yeah, I feel also with running backs this year, one person who does fit what teams want is Todd Gurley, uh, making yeah, a play for the MVP this year with the Rams. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, position players usually quarterbacks you see win MVPs. They have all, they're on the news more often, but a good position player like Gurley is once-in-a-generation talent, honestly, or once-in-draft class. Like, you don't see it very yeah, often. Yeah, it seems, it seems kind of unfair to compare the different positions because they're, they're pretty different, pretty different yeah. athleticisms. Like, Tom Brady, I know he's he's, he's a very he's not very slow. I think I could even have a chance of beating him in a race. <laughs> but, yeah, it's it'll be cool to see if he actually wins the MVP. Yeah, I mean, he definitely is a favorite. Yeah, he's a, yeah it's fast. Um Definitely. Do you think the Rams can maybe even, I mean, like I said, a lot of teams are trying to go to have a deep run in the playoffs. Do you think the Rams have a chance? Um, I think they do over other teams. I'm, I'm not sure where their matchup is, uh, but I feel they would not make it past a team like the Vikings who have such a underdog story pretty much for the season. I feel like they have a chance, but I'd much rather see the Vikings in the Super Bowl. Yeah, well, they're playing the Titans. Uh, so, um, what are your thoughts on the game? Uh, do you, 
Would you put them ahead of the Titans or? Uh, the Titans, honestly, I never rate them that high. I just, I can't really name three players on their team. <laughs> um, but yeah, the Rams definitely could beat a team like the Titans. Um, but I don't think they honestly have the talent to beat a team like the Patriots or whoever wins the AFC, whether it's the Steelers or Patriots. Yeah, it'll be cool to see the Falcons again. They got the in, in the last game of the regular season they clinched the playoffs. Uh um we'll see how far teams like that go. Yeah, one team kind of interesting to see is the Bills, right? You know. Especially making it since not make, they hadn't made the playoffs since 1999. Yeah. Um great for the fans, but especially with the quarterback situation like you said earlier, are they going to be able to win their first game and I hope so. Um but I doubt they will, honestly. I don't think. Maybe. But, I don't know. Mm-hmm. They're playing the Jaguars, the team that is had a fairly decent season. Well, a fairly good season. And that's a game that I, I honestly could see them possibly winning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. I feel like the Jaguars are the kind of team where you don't hear much about them, but their players uh, just get the job done. They fill the stats. Um their team, I can see making it to the second round, maybe to the uh, semifinals. But yeah, they, they nah, lost. Nah. They lost against the Titans in the last game, and you they haven't really made the playoffs the last um, three seasons. Maybe that's gonna be a maybe that's gonna be a motivation a motivator for them to actually possibly beat the Bills. Yeah, um, one team that won't be in the playoffs anytime soon. You know, the Browns. I think Browns, going back yeah. to the uh, draft class. Uh, They'll definitely need something to change. You know, 0-16, one yeah. of the only teams in NFL history, actually, to have that record. We're going to have to see fairly decent players, um, just terrible for the fans. And, <laughs> and like, like you, were, you, were talking to me, you were talking to me earlier about how so many coaches are actually being sacked and, and, and some are retiring, retiring like yeah. the Cardinals uh, coach. Yeah, I mean... A team like the Browns, I think I believe their coach is gone. Um, this contract's up, and then they're definitely not going to resign him. But I honestly don't see where the coaches are going to be coming from. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of big names: the Cardinals, uh, Bruce Arians is retiring. He's had a very successful career. Um, the Col- Colts uh, coach is retiring, or he's been fired. One or the other. Um, but so many teams are losing their coaches, and I feel a team like the Patriots, who is known for their good coaching staff. Build some of their coaches might be offered head coach jobs. Maybe yeah, that'd like be the offensive and defensive coordinators. Yeah, well, we'll see in the in the off season, but especially the the Cardinals didn't have that bad of season eight and eight. Um, it really came down to some key games that was the reason they didn't make the playoffs. Especially last year, they had a very they had a deep run, and it's unfortunate to see that a, a good coach is retiring. That's a team, the Cardinals. I think that would benefit from drafting a quarterback because Carson Palmer has been in the league for a long time. He's pretty good. Yeah, possible MVP last year. Yeah, I believe he was hurt at some point this year, but uh, I think his time's coming up to retire, honestly. Yes, um, but yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um. So what do you think of the, the Seahawks as well and the Ravens not actually <clears throat> clinching a playoff spot? Yeah, it seemed like the Seahawks, there's been so much drama around their roster, whether players being released, stuff like that. I feel that they are a very big disappointment this year. They definitely had the talent 
Um, there was the news with Martellus Bennett, who's a Pro Bowl defender, defensive end. He even was questioning whether he'd be released, which to us would sound ridiculous. But, I mean, for the Seahawks, I don't know what's going on with him. The Cam Chancellor might be leaving. All these players, um, it, I think it's been an all-around unsuccessful and unlucky season for the Seahawks. Do you think Pete Carroll had a, um, a, was part of the reason that they didn't um, make the playoffs, or was it the players? I'm not sure. I, I I mean, Russell Wilson had such a great season. Um, he has some claim for an MVP this year. I feel that you can't put the blame on him. I don't know whether it's on the defense or whatever it may be, but I think Pete Carroll should not feel safe in his uh, coaching position. Yeah, well, R- Russell Wilson wasn't drafted because he was 5'11 uh, years ago, but especially he's, he's proved that he really is a good rushing quarterback and really proved to the haters that <laughs> that he, he's a great quarterback. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I can't like him too much as a Patriot fan, but he's just very good at what he does. Mm. So, we'll have to see. Yeah. Thanks. And this was the Weekly Breakdown with Will Hurl and Matt Fiore. Thank you for listening. We hope to see you next time.